another episode of the Actors Only Podcast. Man, today I got Courtney Arlette in the studio with me. What it do? What's up? Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Hey, I'm pleased to have you in the studio. I know you're going to be here to drop some jewels, as they say. Look here, I'm going to jump right into it. I don't like to waste no time at all. Okay. You have been creating. And what I like about what you are doing is, hmm, it's empowering just to see someone create. And I knew this episode had to be about creating your own opportunity because you've been doing that. You've been a trailblazer. You've not only been touching your creative bag, but you have been doing things that people have been scared to do. Talk about things, tell stories from your vantage point, and really embrace what other people may not embrace as this story is significant. These characters are significant. I want to ask you, what gives you that superpower like that? Oh, um, I think it's definitely I am who I am and God mm. made me this way. And, you know, when you say it, sometimes it sounds a little cocky, but yeah. I sincerely mean that. Talk that um, talk. I mean, it is what it is. I'm excited because at this particular season of my life, the only thing that someone can tell me is no. Mm. But when I tell myself no, then I stop myself from opportunities. I stop myself from doing what it is that I want to do. I stop myself from claiming what's mine. Yeah. So to be fearless is telling yourself you're worth the risk, and I'm willing to take the risk on myself. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. And I like what you said about willing to take the risk because in any vision, you must then venture mm. to achieve the vision. But oftentimes, it's a lot of stumbling blocks. It's a lot of adversity. How do you push forward over all of those things? I think your circle is important, man. Uh, community. I think that um, one of the things that we underestimate how important it is to have someone to tell you that you can, because mm. there's always going to be a moment where things look harder than what they are. It's always going to be a moment where things feel out of reach, like it feels impossible. But when you have somebody that simply says, you got this. Mm. Mm. Or if you can't do it in that moment and you're feeling discouraged, somebody say, you know what? I got it. What do you need? And they, and they sincerely do it. Yeah. So community is important. You, you, you are, you know, you can't be an island unto yourself because what does that do? Yeah. How does that help you feed the community? How does it help you feed your soul? How does it help you do your creative juices? All of that. So, I mean, get you a tribe. Yeah, get you a tribe. Real talk, real talk. I love it. So with you being a creator, where did that creative juice stem from? Like, where's the whale? Uh, childhood, <laughs> man. Um, just going through things in life, as we all do. Um, always been a overly imaginative child. I don't know if I said that right. Don't judge me. It's the right. grammar police. Don't, don't even worry about um, it. But I always had a really big <laughs> imagination. And I always wanted to do something outside of my norm. Right. I was the kid that was watching Star Trek mm. and you couldn't tell me nothing because I thought that I was a Klingon because that was the only thing on, on Star Trek <laughs> that looked like me. The Klingon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot. It was the only thing that looked like me because it was he was brown, you know, and mm. everybody was brown. And I would put the little clay on my forehead. You know what I mean? <laughs> you walk around the house. I'm Absolutely. <laughs> growling at people. Oh, my God. Making up my own language. And I was telling people that it was I was from um, Klingon. Did you tell Scott it being you up? Um, no, because I can never get it all the way together. <laughs> I'll be struggling. Ah, ah, ah live long go. and prosper. <laughs> but um, just being able to have that freedom of creating, yeah. um, it became like, a, well, what can I be? What can I not be? Um, oh, so nobody's telling me that I can't do this? Okay, so to this week, I'm going to be Ariel. 
right? I'm going to be Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then next week, I'm going to be Peter Pan. And then the week after that, I'm going to be whoever my brain could come up with because that was possible. I was right. Cinderella. And I remember, random thought, but I remember the only person who ever told me that I couldn't was somebody who was trying to be funny. We were watching a Cosby show, right? And I saw Rudy Huxtable, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to be Rudy when I get over, get older. And he was like, you can't be Rudy because you're fat. Oh, come on now. And I was like... So if I'm fat, I can't do stuff? Mm. Hmm. So I sat with me for a little bit, and I was upset. You know, you're a kid. You just, you're like, my spirit was broken. You absorb all that. And my brother walked into the room, and he said, what you crying for? And I told him, he was like, he fat too, so what's your point? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, what? What do you mean? He he's basically my brother was trying to tell me that he's speaking from his own limitations. Ooh, come on. He's speaking from what he feels like that he can't do because of how he sees himself. Yeah. Don't allow him to create your narrative. Right. So when my brother affirmed me having community, when he affirmed me, it reminded me mm-hmm. that I can be. So I was Rudy Huxtable that week. Come on and then me. the next week I was back to being Ariel. And then the week after that I was Pinocchio. Back, you know what you, I mean? Did you ever go back to Cleon? I never really went away from there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm still. That was your go-to. I'm still waiting for them to really give it justice on Star Trek. They still haven't. Where are the Klingons? Get it together, <laughs> y'all tripping. We need to see us. That was the only people in space. Him and Jordy. I'm, I'm but bad. I didn't want to be Jordy because Jordy was he ain't had no sight. He ain't you know no what I mean? Understood. Understood. I didn't want to be him. Now I'm glad you spoke of limitations, right? Because oftentimes we will have people that will discourage us, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll say what we cannot do and what we you know should be doing, right? How dangerous is that for a creator to allow? Like you had someone there to nurture you back to that belief system that you were walking with. But that could have stifled your growth, mm-hmm. right? That could have broke your creativity. How dangerous is that have you found in your in your creative juice, like moving through, to not allow people to do that? It is an everyday struggle. Mm. Um, going back to my size, right? I talk about it freely because I am who I am. And I am an actress, I am a director, I am a writer, I am all of these creative things that people have tried to put me in a box because of who I am. Now, I've been blessed in my career to not have anybody tell me that I couldn't because of of what they perceived I can do or can't do because of my weight. But if I listen to the people who are around me who limit themselves, Mm -hmm. I would stop. Yeah. You know? Um, you'll never not have anybody tell you that you can't do something. You'll never not have someone um, try to stifle your growth because they feel like they can't grow. You have to get to a place where you believe in your ability so strongly that everybody else becomes white noise. Mm, Come on. Right. You may not be the smartest person in the world. You may not be the most beautiful person in the world or the kindest or or even the meanest person in the world. But you are uniquely you. You were created this way. And I can tell a story and you can tell a story and we're going to have two different versions of that story. But my voice is valuable. Right. You know what I mean? 
I learned that my voice is valuable. Right. When I get it wrong, my voice is valuable. When I learn from my mistakes, my voice is valuable. When I'm mm. sitting in my moments where I'm afraid to move forward, my voice is valuable because all of the experience and all of the times where I told myself that I could right. and the moments where the heaviness and the doubt gets really, really thick, that's the voice that I hear ringing in my, in my ear. And I'm a believer. So I truly believe that when you have moments of doubt, God sends people to remind you that he created you for a purpose. Mm. And it's up to you to listen. Yeah, yeah. I love what you're dropping. I'm picking it all up. And one thing I really like that you said was about knowing self. You know what I mean? Because you have a unique voice, like you said. And I want to shift to the voice that you have been echoing. Because from the premise of who you are, you're able to now speak from your perspective. And I think one of the reasons why people cannot see the vision that we see individually when we have it is because they don't have our sight. Mm -hmm. So they don't supposed to see it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes we are imposing others to see it when you just show it to them. And I love what your career has been doing is you have been showing people your perspective, your vantage point. Pretty for a big girl is such an amazing piece of artwork, but it also is your perspective, your vision, and your interpretation and allows others to see that world. How did you frame that to be able to display it to people at such a, I mean, it's just such a professional, nice way. Usually when I see stuff, sometimes the quality is kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, subpar. But this is a quality production. I mean, your promotions, your marketing on it. I mean, you really done a phenomenal job. Thank you. Um, community. Yeah. Goes back to it. It tribe. goes back to it. Shout the out tribe. to the tribe. Shout out to the tribe. Um, Pretty for a Big Girl was a growing point for me mm-hmm. because I knew I wanted to be able to tell the story, but I didn't want the story to center around weight. I didn't want it to be um, woe, is a, woe is me. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be able to just tell the story. Yeah. Right? Um, and I had amazing people around me who could take what I had in my brain and I put on paper and bring that to life. From my director, Dee Thomas, to the executive producers, Regina and April, to an amazing uh, crew and cast, and people just kind of like shifted in and out to be able to bring their expertise to the table for us to be able to do it. Now, that doesn't mean we didn't have our hiccups, right? Because we back and forth trying to figure out some things were uh, a learning process. You didn't get it right. You know what I mean? Some things were not. But um, there was always this sense of of support with the cast. That's good. The men um, especially, and I say that because it's important. Um, I never hired anybody to be a part of Pretty for a Big Girl because they like big girls. Mm. Right. That wasn't the purpose. I wanted men who appreciated women to be a part of the set. Understood. I don't need your preference to make the person that you are acting with uncomfortable. 
right? So respect was a really big thing when it came to how they treated them genuinely. Yeah. Just on a regular basis, how are you talking to someone? How are you spending time? Do you make that person feel like they're seen, like they're heard? I'm not expecting to convert the world. It is what you do. You know, you do what you do because I don't like short men. Right. Right? <laughs> so it's just a yeah. preference. I don't like short men because I'm a big girl. Let me explain that now before I start to get all the hate. You're going to get some DMs. I'm a big girl, and I want you to be able to hug me completely. And if your hands can't touch when you hug me, it's a problem. So you can't have short arms when you hug me. I need to feel secure. And if you can't hug me completely, I don't feel like you can protect me, bro. I'm sorry. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Uh-huh. Courtney Arlette, prove me wrong. They're going to be lining up the now. They're going to be lining up. You're starting something. <laughs> But I wanted to be able to have people to come on and just be themselves yeah. and tell the story because representation is so important. It, if you don't see yourself, mm. then you think something is wrong with you. Right, right. You think that there is something bad about who you are. We're not promoting obesity. We're not promoting bad lifestyles. We're promoting self-love. Yeah. If somebody wants to lose weight, they can lose weight in a very healthy way. If somebody wants to gain weight because they're smaller, do so in a healthy way, sis. Yeah. Just love you. Love you where you are. Accept you where you are. And that was the whole purpose of Pretty for a Big Girl. Because your body, who you are, this is your travel companion through life. Mm. And if you don't love who you are and you can't look yourself in the mirror, then you got a problem. If you're always wondering, well, maybe my butt should be bigger or maybe my stomach should be smaller. If you want to do something about it, then do it. Right. But you got to love you. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do with the series. Sorry, this is my bag. But <laughs> Get it. I wanted to be able to do that because in my career, I haven't had to deal with someone telling me that I could not play a role because I was too big. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know people who have those experiences where you go in and instead of you being the love interest, you're somebody's auntie or somebody's mom, or the comic relief. Like, you're not allowed to be sexy. You're not mm. allowed to be the leading lady, right? Yeah, and um, you challenge that. Oh, absolutely. You, you, because because it has to be challenged because it's not a reality anyway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In a relationship, no matter the size, color, you are the leading lady in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So this is, a, this is the fabrication of real life. This is the fabric of real life, rather. So why not depict it on the screen? And so I like that you challenge that ideology altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's a thank myth. You. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and we got to do that. I feel like your stories are relevant. You know they're relevant. But how are you now telling different stories? Because... Uh, Little, little side note, she's doing a period piece. Can I talk about that? You can talk about it. Let's oh, talk okay. about it. Let's talk I, I about didn't it. know if I had the authority to talk about her new project. You can talk about the project. Mm -hmm. Talk that talk. So, so why period piece? Why? Oh, I'm in love with history. Mm. I feel like as African Americans, we disappear at certain points in time. We are only allowed to tell certain stories. And then the stories that we tell are heavily influenced by somebody else mm -hmm. outside of our community, right? Um, I guarantee you, if we go back and we look at all these beautiful stories that are done by our counterparts, some of them were made by us for us, but the studios got hold to it, and they decided to make it brighter, huh? A little lighter, huh? A little paler. Yeah. And 
I want to tell who we are. Like when you listen to our our parents and grandparents Mm. and aunties and, you know, the older ladies at the church, you listen to them talk about full of stories, life and and what it was like in the march and, you know, how they lived in a society that had nothing to do with anybody else. Even within segregation, how we had such strong community. Yeah. Like, there are so many different types of stories. And because my background is theater, right? And I'm proud of being a theater baby. Um, you fall in love with these characters because they're so they're so brilliant when they're written correctly. Mm. You know, there's so much depth to a character because you have to... You have to find who that person was at the core. What is their time frame? Um, how did they dress? What yeah. was their dialect? What was going on in the parish or the city that they were living in? What was their family dynamic? There's so much depth that goes into it. Um, and we forget because there's a certain narrative that is pushed yeah, within time. our community. So I love to tell stories, period. But my love is period pieces. That's hey. my That's my baby daddy. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ought to check it. And we about to have a child called the other woman's daughter. Let go. So she pregnant right now with and possibility. You're, not waiting. you're creating your own opportunities for yourself, but also are engaging with other artists to create opportunities for Absolutely. them. Because you're able to hire crew. You're able to bring on other actors that may not be A-list, B-list, C-list, D-list actors, but actors and actresses that are looking to get their imprint now. You know what I mean? And so I love what you're doing that you continue to create. But let me ask you this. Uh If you had to tell someone, a creator, that felt like, man, it's just not going the way I would like it to go, but they're waiting on studios, they're waiting on casting directors, they're waiting, 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 you promote, create your own opportunities. What would you say to them to move into that? What is that first step? So it. <laughs> I mean that from the bottom of, of my chunky body. Like, we keep hearing the saying, hmm. if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. It's true. If you create, someone will notice. It just has to be consistency. All of the people that we love to mention, we love to talk about Issa Rae. We talk about Ava DuVernay. We talk about Robert Townsend. We talk about Debbie Allen. We talk about Bill Cosby. We talk about um, Will Packer. They say the same thing. They created the opportunity for themselves. And when the fire caught with somebody else, because it was already buzzing within their community, the other people that came in, and when I say other people, I ain't talking about white people. I'm talking about studios, right? When they came in, there was already a blueprint. They just helped them with the finances to be able to push it forward. No studio is just going to give you an opportunity because they're about making money. That's right. So if you can't prove that you can make me money, why would I give you money? I'm just going to give it to the person who's been making me money all this time, which is why we see the same type stories made over and over again by the same people. And new people don't look like they're breaking into the industry because they're not going to give you a break. Create. Don't wait. Create your stuff. Don't wait. Create it. 
You got a homeboy that films? Now, I ain't talking about your homeboy that film on his phone. I'm talking about your <laughs> homeboy that film for real. If you have a homeboy that films, you got another one that's a gaffer, you got another one that's really dope at sound, create, don't wait. When I do my projects, all of my friends will tell you the same thing. I'll be like, hey, boo, what you doing? I got an idea. <laughs> I think I'm about to do this. You down. Okay, cool. I'm going to hit you back. And they might not hear nothing from me for like weeks. And then I'm like, hey, I got a date. We about to blah, 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 blah. Right? Because not only does that benefit them as a creative, because they have something to be able to put on their reel to well, submit. Portfolio grows. That's right. Right? It also helps me as a storyteller because now not only can I help my friend, but I can get my story told. Because I can't play all the characters by myself. Come on. Unless I want to show my schizophrenic side. I can't do that. Hey, you welcome to it. And I mean, you know. <laughs> well, there it is, man. Y'all done heard it, man. <laughs> Courtney Arlett is telling you the facts, man. Hey, don't sit on it, man. Go ahead and create. Stay tuned for another episode of the Actors Only Podcast. Hey. Get into that was it. Good.